Hello, everybody, and welcome to Two Weird Didn't Watch, the show where we make fun of movies based on nothing but their weird descriptions. My name's Brandon. My name is Albert. I was trying not to sneeze just then. Uh, and <laughs> we're going to do something that we've done in the past. Uh, the episodes, the movies that we're talking about this episode are all from a DVD pack that I bought at Kmart. Uh, no doubt in the far off future of next week, Kmart will have gone out of business. But uh, for those of you old timers who remember, that's kind of sad. Not super sad, but it's just like, oh, just because it's a thing that you remember and now it's not going to be there anymore. It's like when you see a bug run over on the road, you still you feel kind of bad, but it's just a bug, really. I ran over a possum once. It made me feel bad. Well, that's that's a mammal. People have more investment in those. There was blood. Yeah. Coming out of his mouth. But worse, if he was still kind of twitching. You know what? This is supposed to be a funny show, (laughs) (laughs) but we're going to read off from the back of this, starting with. The Snow Creature. Alright. One of the greatest scientific discoveries in the world. A male yeti. That female yeti. No one cared. <laughs> We've got lots of them. Yeah, it's just all over the place. <laughs> we found we found many of them and they weren't very good at engineering. You know, you had the four bathrooms. You had uh, male, female, intersex, and female yeti. <laughs> now we get to do a fourth. What's this world coming to? They won't get used very often though, because there is just the one. Yeah. A male yeti, or... Snow creature, if you will. Like they, I won't. I'm going to stick to male yeti. They're explaining what a yeti is, like just in case y'all didn't know. And they're inaccurately explaining what a snow yeti is. It suffers a violent fate when brought from the Himalayas to Los Angeles, California, to be studied. Ah, traffic. Yep. It got it got mugged. Really. It went right back to what we were talking about earlier. <laughs> just on that road, you hit it. You hit the male yeti. Thanks, Al. He was we using the, the crosswalk and everything. We had the one, and you managed to beat him. I didn't see the light was red, okay? <laughs> I was yelling at my son. I'm sorry. He was screaming about his tablet, and I was like, we've just we've driven for 36 hours to get to California from Florida. <laughs> I am not having it. And, and then Yeti. <laughs> yeah, and then Yeti. I was, I'm sorry. Man, that car must have been destroyed. Because people hit a dog and there's just mashes dense. Yeah, it's like when you hit a deer and it comes all through the... He was stuck in the windshield, apparently. And he wasn't dead right away. He's big, so there's just like a full-on torso in that car with those people just screaming at them. They're panicking and they crash into a building. And he's he's sort of moaning and like reaching for them. And of course, because he is the very rare male Yeti, like they, 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 they saw his penis. Yeah. And they're like, oh my gosh, it's a Yeti penis. Like the rarest of penises. <laughs> We've got so many Yetis that don't have penises, and finally, now there's one, and there's a dog in my car, and and he was dead. It was it was sad. And those kids were traumatized. <laughs> you, th- you the thing was though, like he's in California, and it's it's all sunny down there, and like just super beautiful. And I mean, yeah, that's great for the Californians, but for this Yeti, it's like. He's dying with the light of the sun in his eyes, like this warm breezes. But it's so tragic because you can just tell that his brain is back in the Himalayas with the cold and the wind. And that's where his home is. And as as the light fades from his eyes, sort of we just sort of fade into this this horrific snowstorm. But for him, it's home for him. It's heaven. Yeah, I don't know if any of this is funny. <laughs> That's where my mind goes. I was going to make a joke about it being hot, but you really ran with that scenario. <laughs> you pitched that like I was a board at Universal. <laughs> this is my vision, guys. <laughs> Death of a Yeti. Uh, anyway, escaping. Oh, never mind. He's okay, guys. 
<laughs> no, you see, it flashes back to when he escaped earlier, and that's how he wound up in the street. <laughs> We're okay. sticking with this. And killing anyone who stands in his way. They're Californians. No one cares. Well, yeah, and I, I do want to point out, no this is the flashback. He's trying to get back home. Yeah, he's scared. They kidnapped him and took him to a different continent. They were poking all around his dick. He wasn't into that. He's like, what are you, this is, why? Why? Oh, and then he sees all the female Yeti that are just, you know, have essentially populated California at this point. They're, it's a real problem, I got to say, because like the the human population is trying to adjust to the influx of Yetis because they breed really quickly as well. And Which is impressive because there's no males. <laughs> well, they do that thing from Jurassic Park. Okay. Yeah, or they just split in half. Or they're like that one species of lizard where there's only females. Sure. They're all clones of each other. Essentially. And, uh, you know, there's like all the Yeti propaganda coming around with them. They, you know, they're picketing for their rights and they're not humans, so they're not covered under the Constitution. It's a very weird situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but And so he's in this world where the Yetis are definitely being harassed already and he's you know now he's a male yeti so he's ultra other and he's being taken to be experimented on and now he's just trying to get back home and he's killing everybody in his way i mean you can only push so far by those circumstance the enraged and confused brute retreats to the city sewers now does he meet the ninja turtles no they're in new york Oh, man. He might There's, meet Venom because Venom had a series where he was called Lethal Protector and he lived in the sewers of uh, Los Angeles. So, they, I mean, they have the Avengers West, right? There's the West Coast Avengers. Where there is not a separate group of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the New York, in the uh, L.A. subway. I'm, what if it was like maybe a different group of I mean, there is a fifth turtle, but she lives. I mean, that ooze might have got shipped somewhere else. So who knows? I, I don't think that they started out as a comic book. There's all these other mutated animals. Why can't there be like some California raisins or something that were also giant and walking around? There is a California raisins comic. No, I, I just want. I you want... know what? If it crosses over with Archie, then it's canon that they're in the same universe. Because so are the turtles, <laughs> so are the Punisher, and so are the Predator. Canon is stupid. I'm just going to come out and say like the idea of canon. That's a dumb idea. How is it dumb? You've, because, yet to, you've yet to explain this succinctly. Because n- none of it is real. The idea that this is the real thing that isn't real. No, but, but if here's you don't the have not any, real thing in the not real universe. If you don't have any rules for the characters, then you just do whatever and it doesn't make any sense. You can do whatever. Batman can be like some alien vampire thing if you want him to be because he's not real. He is in the non-canon universe that's what i'm saying really. where he uh, kills dracula and becomes the vampire king and then has to be killed comes back and eats everyone i realize that like people need consistency i get that but they just they they keep rewriting stuff anyway and keep rebooting and sort of taking ideas from non-canon stuff that worked and bringing it in it's all just mishmash of ideas none of it is real life this is my argument against canon just get over it like i'm fine if you want to have some kind of consistency i get that so what you're saying is if writer A introduces a character trait for this, for, for say, Batman. Right. And then writer B comes in and introduces something completely opposite of that, that's fine to you. Be- because I don't care about Batman? Yes. Okay, who's your favorite superhero? I don't have, I'm trying to think of, like, uh, Squirrel Girl. Okay, fine. Say somebody came along and said Squirrel Girl is 100% lesbian. I mean, for I don't, example, just ignore. she has a roommate. Ignore it. It's not important. We're not talking about canon here. OK, fine. Someone said she is 100 percent lesbian. She has been her entire life. Then, like, say a week from that, someone comes through. And she is. She is a gay hater. In your mind, in your argument, that's fine. 
I'm just yeah, yeah. Okay, I understand. Let's talk about Mel Yeti some more. That's fine. Yeah, well, that one's <laughs> over with. We're done with that one. Oh, are we? Yeah, no. We have to move on to something else, Brentley. Okay. Seriously, don't don't gay bash. Next up, we have Chupacabra versus the Alamo. Something strange is happening in San Antonio. Too easy to be political. Continue. <laughs> you could have gone anywhere with that. And you're just like, oh, I don't want to make a like an immigrant joke. That's because it's too easy. Members of rival drug cartels are turning up dead with every drop. Is that of- the weird thing? Because that happens. <laughs> Spoilers. That's a dangerous profession. What happened, guys? Why are these drug cartels dying? Why are they even investigating it? I don't know why, but we're, we're cool with it. We call him Texas Batman. And he hates gays. Uh, he's a Texan. No, they're turning up dead with every drop of blood siphoned from their bodies. See, that's weird. Yeah, that is weird. Lead with that. Well, There's I, a you, bunch of corpses showing up without blood. But as DEA agent Carlos Seguin investigates, he discovers that the murder suspect isn't human. Wait, so he only, just to be clear, he has a suspect. Some murderer at that point if he doesn't think he's human. But also, he's not sure. Like, he's like, I've got this guy I'm watching. I think he did it. I think he sucked all the blood out of their bodies. But I've just discovered he's not human. Is that still his jurisdiction? Is this a chupacabra that, like, passes as human? Is that because that's just the vampire, guys? <laughs> that's an interesting <laughs> twist. You're you're right. Um, I was gonna say that the uh, the image of the chupacabra has changed in the last twenty years, but yeah, no. If he's just looking like a dude, it's a chupacabra. No, that's a that's a vampire. You can call him Dracula if you want. It's not accurate either. Doctor Acula, you said your name was. <laughs> We want to talk to you about these guys who've lost all the blood in their bodies. I'm definitely a human and not some other entirely different species who sucks blood out of goats. Is he out of goats? Is that what that what happened? Like, was there like a goat plague? And El Chupacabra means the goat sucker. I know. That's what I'm saying. Well, what is um in Brazil? So it was in South America. It started there. No, it was Puerto Rico. Sorry. Um. Farm animals show up mutilated like they do. Right, But right. they had no blood. Okay. Um, possibly because they were sitting out in the hot sun for a while, but no blood. And that freaked people out. And they kept finding puncture wounds. And then there's like clearly a thing we don't know is going around sucking the blood of our animals. All right. And a bunch of goats. So the goat sucker. Could have been the chicken sucker, but that's too close to a different thing that you don't want to call something. <laughs> uh, only, if it's lady, uh, only if it's ladies chickens. Anyway, he discovers that his suspect isn't human. In fact, it might not even be real. What? what? So is it him? Yeah. Is he the vampire chupacabra? (laughs) And he's just like, I've been looking for myself. These guys do have the blood all like it's not in question that they had all their blood sucked out. Nobody's like. Is this like secretly a comedy where people keep tripping onto syringes or something? Like there's a there's a pump somewhere they keep getting stabbed (laughs) with it by accident. (laughs) They're, tre- they're trying to, like, drain a pool or something and they miss and hit their arms? You would not believe how many times doctors in emergency rooms have to deal with these guys who are like, I accidentally fell on this thing that sucked out all my no, blood. No, it's for years. But and really, then finally the one guy willing to deal with it anymore, that. he just retired. So now they're just dying. 
<laughs> and they're doing all the drugs, so they're not thinking clearly. And he's just like, I think these guys are just dumb. Meanwhile, there's people panicking, screaming about chupacabras. Now he must prepare for the true last stand at the Alamo. Okay. You know the one that they did at the Alamo that all of the guys actually did die? It was a last stand. I mean, I guess it was definitely their last stand. Yep. They were standing for the last time and then they weren't anymore because they were lying down because all brain function had ceased because they were dead. Because of the chupacabras. But this, this chupacabra Actually, thing. you know, I was legitimately like a movie that's about the Alamo, only they're getting attacked by chupacabras. I, I think that... They would have to go massively off rails. Yeah, the budget for this. And you, they had to, like, team up with the with the Mexican army. And, okay. you know, of course, the Americans and the Mexicans that lived in the town, the people who were at the Alamo, they would still die anyways. But still, that'd be awesome. You'd have to be shooting, like, 90% at night, and you wouldn't be able to see anything on screen. Well, I mean, you would, it would be lit, but in many different ways. But <laughs> you know, I managed to not hear that mean until they announced Pokemon Sun with the Litten. And then it was just all over the place. This kid is lit. I'm like, it's his name. So, yeah. And then like, oh, that's a that's a thing the kids are doing now. Yeah, I'm and sorry. Now I'm now old enough to be able to say the kids are doing, which makes me happy. And yeah, just happy. OK, that's cool. Yeah. I don't know if I read the end of the sentence. I, I prepare for the true last stand at the Alamo, which I am legitimately a little defended by. That's not happening again. Against a rampaging pack of blood sucking chupacabras. Not really known to be in packs. Yeah, also you had the, the one... Like, unless you're going with the new Chupacabra, which is those mangy coyotes. That I they keep getting pictures of. I, was like, I don't know what that is. That is a coyote with mange, guys. Because before that, have you seen the picture of the Chupacabra that was like the Macy canine looking thing? No. Uh, well, maybe. Like, it sort of it doesn't have any hair. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Up until those pictures, the description of Chupacabra was... It was squat. It looked kind of reptilian, had wings and spines on its back. And then that came up and goes, nope, it was that thing. That's a chupacabra. <laughs> I don't see the connection there, but whatever. It's a, it's a, none of it's canon, Brantley. It's okay. Okay. Chupacabras might be real. Might be some unknown animal out there. A massive hemovore. Giant vampire bat. Okay. But it's huge, so it's actually lost flight. But it's still kind of like hops and flaps. Which is actually more in line of what they were describing. I'm trying to figure before. out which... I've got another one to read, Brentley. Okay. I'm trying to figure out which description I should read. Cool, I'll just babble more about chupacabras. Okay, go ahead. All right, see, they're cryptids, which is short for uh, cryptozoology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is animals that are not accepted by science to exist, but are also believed. Mm-hmm. They include Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, um, and Bolamembe. I'm pronouncing that horribly, but it's basically a sauropod that lives in Africa. Oh, nice. Yeah, and eats people, apparently. There's other, there's a few dinosaurs that are supposed to live in Africa, but one of them is like a uh, ceratopsid, and then there's one scientist like, it might just be a jungle-dwelling rhinoceros, guys, that we haven't seen, because jungle, which is not too unrealistic, because, you know, there are elephants that live in the jungle in India, so. All right, I'm ready for with the next one. Cool. The final episode. Uh, the final episode. This is it, guys. <laughs> we're done now. No, we're good. <laughs> The final movie for this episode is The She-Beast. The okay, She-Beast. Okay, cool. We already got those no yet. He's now we're talking about one of the females. <laughs> An Italian-Yugoslavian horror gem. I, I will say, I watched like the first five minutes of this. 
Jem is really stretching it. Well, how many Italian Yugoslavian movies have you seen? <laughs> Horror movies have you seen? I don't know. This I is guess the that's diamond a good point. in the rough. Serves up lots of ghoulish fun with a sinister story about Veronica, a beautiful young bride. Of course she is. Like I, I've read, so I read two different descriptions of this movie, and both of these describe her as a beautiful young bride. Neither one of them makes mention of her husband. I assume that he's in the movie. <laughs> he's never shown. They show the wedding. She just show the drives wedding. around in her wedding dress. No, they show the wedding, but it's always just like uh, the camera's just off to the side, <laughs> just pointed at her. And it's like, do you? And you just kind of hear some mumbling, but there's also Ooh. noise that covers it. Do you? I do. Yes. Husbands can't be. He's in the whole movie, but you don't get to see him. It's It's this weird, like, feminist propaganda thing where just like. There are men in this world, but they're never on screen. <laughs> they're just half off screen, just showing like half heard that, you know, they interact with them, but you never see them. Right, right. A beautiful young bride who is possessed by an 18th century Transylvanian witch. So they have her being from Transylvania. The witch. The witch. Yeah, I, I mean, I get that it's kind of a weird, spooky place, but... If you got Transylvania in your movie, I don't know why it's not a vampire, specifically Vlad the Impaler Dracula. Going on there. Is that a thing? Like, do we just are? Is that or have we narrowed down the culture of Transylvania too much? And like, Dracula was actually hanging out with a bunch of weird stuff over there. I mean, Dracula, Vlad Tepish was king of uh, Wallachia. Okay, which is a part of Transylvania. <laughs> I'm talking about though our modern like no yeah no idea just, of Dracula like, like it's just Dracula they had other things like everyone else in Europe had like nine thousand spooky stuff Jonathan Harker showed up and he's like well this Dracula guy is kind of weird and he's like actually we were really worried about these female chupacabras that are fisting people nah, once they get no killed chupacabras over there they were invented in the forties I'm sorry female yetis is that what it was those are close enough yes okay. <laughs> They're close enough to him. I do like the idea of like a female hairy witch. Like it kind of uh, not a legitimate magic. Uh, Maybe not legend. I I remember reading the short story when I was a kid about this witch. It was called the Burr Woman. And the whole her whole deal was that like she would run after you and grab you. And if she got on your back, you would just like you were stuck with her, which now that I realize it was just like a really insensitive metaphor for marriage. (laughs) But the imagery of this, like, hairy, fem- like, vaguely f- humanoid female thing just running after you and grabbing onto your back and becoming, like, a parasite was really effective in my nine-year-old brain at the time. It was good stuff. So this, that's what I'm imagining now. Possessed by an 18th century Transylvanian witch that was murdered by local villagers. Bent on getting her revenge... The witch spawns plenty of bloody mayhem. That's a weird name for a kid. <laughs> Pretty rad, though. Are we continuing the like the feminist utopia vision of this movie where like this woman is able to give birth without? You know, yeah, but I'm just like imagining the life story of a kid named Bloody Mayhem. <laughs> just everything he would have to deal with growing up. Because first, the, the younger kids will make fun of him for the name Bloody. Right, right, right. Then we reach medical middle school and people be like, your name is awesome. High school getting made fun of again. And then college, you're like, you're calling yourself that right? He's like, no, it's on the birth certificate. I don't know what my mom was thinking. Then he joins a band. 
No, no, no. You think he, here's the thing though, Brantley. I'm, I'm going to stop you there. You thought he was going to join the band. Uh-huh. Like it was, it, it seemed like he was going to join the band for a while. He even dabbled with the guitar, but he actually went into uh, like accounting work. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, he found out he was amazing with actuarial tables. Sorry. He's gonna be, he, he meets a man named Bob Slaughter. So they open Slaughter and Mayhem's accounting. <laughs> <laughs> and no one comes, of course. Like, I don't know what's going on, man. <laughs> well, that's it. That's it for this episode. Did we finish the movie? Slaughter and Mayhem. Well, there was only the two lines. Okay, good. <laughs> they gave us something great, though. I, I was happy with that one, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry that we didn't find out what happened with his bride or, or her off-screen husband, but... Uh, she got possessed by a witch, and she, she had a kid, and he went to give him an account. Yep. Anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, if you like the episode, we have our first patrons-only episode up on Patreon. So if you want to become a Patreon, you can patron, pay, whatever, whatever you call the thing, people who help us on Patreon. You can give us money Patreon. on the episode. Dag, nab it. Yes. Anyway. I guess it's not free if they pay for it. I don't know how to say those words, Brantley, but you can go check that out. You can be a patron on Patreon for Too Weird Didn't Watch. That's the one. And you can get a free episode next week. Uh, at the normal time. If I get it edited. What is our normal time? About the middle of the week? Monday, Tuesday. Okay. Monday evening, Tuesday morning. Maybe Tuesday evening. (laughs) Beginning and or middle of the week. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Bye, guys. See you next week, guys. Bye.